Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Yes, it is Valentine's Day today, and Cupido is out on the street. And Cupido, I want to launch my love torpedo. I will buy and sell lumber from Home Depot and build a sexton jungle. And Cupido. Cupido is one the Colombian shirtless with some wings tied to his back, going around and reciting Spanish language poems to people to get them in the mood on this Valentine's Day. And next up, we've got a uh, young woman named Melissa. Her man, Cody, is on the phone right now. Hey, Cody. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. So you met Melissa at a Christmas party three years ago? Yeah. You got a little tipsy. She gave you a ride home, huh? Yeah, she did. (laughs) Did anything happen that night? No, no, nothing did happen that night. You were hoping for it, but she didn't want to come into your place. No, exactly. (laughs) She loves romantic comedies. Uh, She's a big fan of country music. You are not, but you'll put up with it, right? I put up with it time to time when I gotta. uh, She's self-motivated. The thing that really ticks you off about her, though, is... You always have to go back into the kitchen to get her juice after you settle oh. in to eat dinner. Yep, yep. The, the juice, I should know better, but sometimes the hands are full, but she always wants that juice. <laughs> you serve her dinner, you sit down, you're about to take that first bite, and she says, can you go get me some juice? <laughs> uh, the thing that bugs her about you is your hairy back. Cody? I won't, I won't. Your hairy back bothers uh, Melissa? Uh, She's getting used to it, but she'd be happy if it's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, with all that in mind, let's see if uh, Cupido can track down Melissa. Are you there, Cupido? I am right here in front of the Epilepsy Southwestern Ontario Center. Okay, that's where she works, the Epilepsy Mm -hmm. Center. Very caring person, Melissa. I'm just getting in right now. Hello, it's Cupido. Hello, I'm looking for Melissa. Is that you? Hey, I'm Cupido. <laughs> so I got a message for you. It's Valentine's Day. Yes. So someone out there wanted to send you a message. Cody. And His name's Cody. Cody. And are you ready for it? Sure. It's going to be in Spanish. So I hope you get that. Han sido tres años desde que me hice un ray. Yo supe que eras valiosa cuando no entraste a la casa. Te gusta la música del pueblo y esa fue una alerta roja. Pero yo puedo aprender a tocar banjo si me dejas comerte. Melissa, tú eres caliente y no importa que me maltrates. O sentarnos a comer y después tener que levantarme para ir a la cocina a traerte un vaso de jugo. Ese día de San Valentín Es para demostrarte que no me importa cortarme el pelo de la espalda. ¿Sabes algo? Te amo. ¿De la sangre? Yeah, sounds great. Awesome. So you want to know what it says in English? Obviously. <laughs> okay, put Melissa on with us there. Okay. She's on. Hi, Melissa. Hello. Hey, it's Taz and Jim at FM 96. <laughs> Hi. You're live on the radio right now, so don't say anything silly, okay? Great, great, great. Yep, yep. You, want the tra- <laughs> you want the translation of that poem? 
Absolutely. Okay, this is from Cody. You ready? Of course it is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's been three years since you gave me a ride. I knew you were classy when you didn't come inside. You like country music, and that's a red flag. But I'll learn the banjo if it means we can shag. Aw. Oh, my God. <laughs> Melissa, you're so hot. I don't mind the abuse of sitting down for dinner and then having to get back up and go into the kitchen just to get you a glass of juice. Okay. This Valentine's Day, to show that I care, I'm going to let you shave off my back hair. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the greatest <laughs> gift of all. Yeah, it is. Cody, <laughs> are you there, Cody? Can you hear us? I don't remember agreeing to that part. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late now, brother. Melissa, anything yeah. you want to say to Cody? Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Love you. <laughs> all right, Cody. It sounds like someone's going to be running their fingers through that hair later on oh. <laughs> For the very last time, so soak it in. <laughs> okay, throw throw Cupido back on. He's got one more surprise for you, I think, Melissa. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back. Okay, Cupido, what do you have for this lovely couple? So we have a pair of tickets for Metric. So just have fun. Thank you. Have a romantic day. Okay. Bring him home. I guess he's going home with you, so. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Way to go. Cupido spreading the love this morning. Nice job, Juan. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And happy Valentine's Day. Cupido, Juan is my alter ego. I am not from Puerto Rico. I love the lots of the casino. I'm Cupido. If you live in the FM 96 listening area and you want to make Valentine's Day local, Go to the FM96 Facebook fan page. Jim has come up with some printable London, Ontario-themed Valentine's Day cards. Why don't you recap some of the ones we uh, told people about earlier, Jim? Okay. Girl, you must live on Fleming Drive, because you are on fire. Sexy, that one. Let's make, like, the Thames and Fork. Hello! <sighs> Your body is a wonderland road. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Are you the proposal for bus rapid transit? Because I want to be against you. Or for you works, or, too. Or for you. Yeah. I'm into Essex, Middlesex, and kinky sex. Hold on. <laughs> I'll call you Colonel Talbot if you'll call me commissioner. Little handcuffs <laughs> in the background of that one. That's a sexy one. And those, also, are the, those are some freaky nicknames in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm Colonel Talbot. I feel like you have like a Prussian helmet with a spike on the top of it or something like that. Uh, and finally... Hogan? <laughs> yippee! I want to ride a train through your downtown. I like that one. And we got a couple more that... Uh, I got to say, say thanks to Peacock and uh, Baker the Freeloader Guy and Jesse from Creative for helping us out. And some from the listeners as well. Girl, I miss you more than the Orhouse and GTs combined, and that's a lot. <laughs> Have you been Adelaide lately? <laughs> Do you live on Clarence Street? Because I'd like to break into your heart. I don't get that one. That was that was one of the epicenters of people breaking into cars, was Clarence Street and a couple others, and stealing okay. change and stuff like that. All right. 
Baby, you got a sweet Dundas. I could put my William in your rectory and ride out all night long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one, not good. Are you a pothole on Highbury? Because you need to get filled. <laughs> <laughs> and I like this sweet one. This is Baker's specialty. This is just a sweet one um, for all our uh, bilingual folk here in London. Je t'aime's. Ah, oh, that's a nice way to end yeah. it. Je t'aime is I like you, I think, right? Yeah, I love you is I je t'aime in, in je French. J'adore is I love you. Je t'aime is je I like t'aime. you. Is it not I love you? It might be. I don't know. Close I'm terrible. Enough. I'm not bilingual. Je t'aime's. Like the river. See, oh! I get that one. I get that one. You want to see the London, Ontario Valentine's Day cards? Maybe print them off and give them to someone you care about locally. You'll find them on the FM 96 Facebook fan page. And Valentine's Day has sparked a revolt in Japan where women women are rebelling against a decades-old tradition that calls on them to buy chocolate for men. Japan began celebrating Valentine's Day in 1958 after a company, Mary Chocolate, ran a campaign suggesting that women give men chocolates, especially in the workplace. That tradition has led to many men feeling their social status is negatively impacted if they don't receive enough chocolate from women and women wanting to end it altogether. A recent survey by a Tokyo department store found 60% of women will just be buying chocolate for women uh, for themselves today. When are Canadian men going to revolt? Because that's... Do you guys get chocolates from ladies? I, it's it's a one way street chocolate street for me. I don't want I don't want to know anything about your one way chocolate street. <laughs> okay, <Jim. well. laughs> Happy it is Valentine's also. Day, but you keep that to yourself, please. I just said, how's it feel, ladies? Now you know. <laughs> Ew. I wanna see you peacock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock is here, and Peacock doesn't need a special someone on Valentine's Day because he's got the Toronto Raptors. I've got the Toronto Raptors, and I was watching this game last night between the Raptors and the Wizards, and just the way the Raptors fans have been acting this season with the arrival of Kawhi, then the trade for Marc Gasol. When he enters the game earlier this week, he gets a standing ovation. The Raptors just signed Jeremy Lin. He was bought out uh, by the Atlanta Hawks. He comes in. He gets a standing ovation. There are already fans with Jeremy Lin uh, jerseys on. And seven years ago, he was like Lin Sanity. He was like first, yeah. like he's American, Taiwanese, lighting the NBA on fire. Never lived up to that. Let's, let's be let's be fair, though, here, Dev. If you're going to buy a jersey, I think you pay by the letter when you get <laughs> an name put on the back. So uh, I can see why fans are going with Lin. And so this season just reminds me of the Blue Jay season from like 2015 when they traded for Tori. Troy Tulowitzki, and it was like a rebirth for Blue Jays fans to be back in the playoffs and going to uh, new heights. The Raptors have been in the playoffs already, but the feeling around the Raptors is just different. And when you look at the way players respond to Toronto now compared to when they first started in the NBA, it's completely different. So Chris Bosh was on a podcast earlier this week, and part of it wasn't the whole thing, but part of it talked about why he left Toronto for Miami. Hmm. One of the reasons for him was you just spend a lot of time in customs, and he counted over the year, you spent an extra, like over an extra day just going through customs over the course of a season. And at the time, he was also upset with the Raptors' inability to acquire difference makers to push them over the top. So now you look at the Raptors where they are today, and they have 
a culture. They have a setup with their uh, G League team that uh, allows them to develop players, that uh, allows them to trade for players. They've acquired Kawhi Leonard and Marc Gasol without giving up their three best young players in OG and Anobi and Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam had 44 points last night, is on his way to being an all-star and an, like an all-NBA player. So for me, like... What Chris Bosch said in the past, that was true about the Raptors. Yeah. But it is no longer true about the Raptors. Well, maybe they learned their lesson because of Chris Bosch. Yeah. And I, I've already predicted they're going to the NBA Finals. I'm I'm even firmer in that. Regardless of what happens with Kawhi Leonard, the Raptors are in a different era right now, and it's just so fun to be a Raptors fan. Happy Valentine's Day, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yesterday I was at home and went out to shovel my driveway. That heavy snow mm-hmm. just turned the wrong way or bent over in the wrong direction. I've totally thrown my back out, as Jim, you've noticed this morning. Yeah, it's been a labor getting in and out of this studio, sitting down, standing up. I feel for you, man. Just turning to look at the computer over here yeah. is painful. Have you, do you have back issues at all? I don't have back issues, but I have thrown my back out playing sports, and it lasts for like a week, and you can't, you really can't do anything. Yeah. I rolled out of bed this morning. Yeah. yeah I had to psych myself up to uh, to roll over so I could get my legs down on the ground and kind of slide out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like nothing makes you feel more like an old man than throwing your back out while shoveling the driveway. Yeah, I remember had a, I had a cold while I was doing it too, so each cough was like a yes. child's labored cough too. Like, <coughs> I got the black lung. <coughs> and it just shoots a, a shoot of pain up your back every time. I can't cough. It hurts when I fart now. <laughs> no! I just cannot do anything that involves engaging my uh, my abdomen. Yeah. Which is bad news for Valentine's Day. Sorry, Uh-oh. honey. Oh. Usually I wait until today to throw my back out. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, oh man. So I went to I I don't I didn't know what to do. I went to the chiropractor. I've made a massage appointment. I don't I don't know how much this is working. The chiropractor, look at my back. Oh, put some tape? He put some tape on there. Does the tape really do anything? <laughs> it looks like a, a runway going to your butt crack. Yeah. It looks like a plane runway. It's two black strips just straight up and down. <laughs> a couple pieces of black tape. I should make it into an arrow for Valentine's Day for my wife. <laughs> hey, honey. honey. This way to paradise. <laughs> You're getting waved in. Does the tape do anything? Have you ever been taped up? Um, I dislocated my shoulder, and they taped it up, and I think it technically does something. I, people sometimes swear by it, but that it's your whole back, and it... Yeah. I don't know. To me, it feels like they're just trying to justify their bill. Yeah. Because the chiropractor, you're in there for seven or eight minutes. They pop your back, and then they're like, okay, see you later. Mm-hmm. Better throw some tape on there so he feels like it's worth it. Yeah. Do you have any friends with one of those, uh, th- I don't know what they're called, but you can like lay upside down on them and they kind of hold your Inversion ankles? Inversion tables. Inversion tables? No. Those are supposed to be really good to decompress your back and supposed to help. Maybe we can go to the park after the show and you can just hold my ankles on the monkey bars. <laughs> you can put your knees on the one thing and then you help me out? tuck them under. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> driving by. Is that Taz and Jim? What the heck are they doing? <laughs> yeah, I'll give anything a try, man. It sucks. I feel for anyone who has back pain all the time. It's, it's not fun. 
about four or five people offered me CBD uh, lotion or hmm. or balm yesterday. That's like the the marijuana extract, right? Yeah, I've never used it, but I've heard it. I've heard yeah. multiple sources that it works on some stuff. So maybe I'll rub some CBD on that later today, honey. It's gonna be a romantic <laughs> night. <laughs> Give me a CBD massage. That's all I want for Valentine's Day. <laughs> A couple days ago, we're talking about this woman in Toronto. Then she hadn't been identified, but uh, a young lady threw a, a piece of patio furniture, a chair, off a balcony. It looked like she was 20 stories up at least in a Toronto condo building right over the Gardner Expressway. could have gone through the windshield of a car. It could have landed on somebody on the sidewalk and killed them instantly. Um, well, police were looking for her. They tracked her down, and she has now been identified. Jim, you were following this story yesterday. Yeah, the woman's name is Marcella Zoya. Zoya. She's 19 years old, and yes, it was an Airbnb that she was staying in, basically. And this, so it wasn't her condo. Yeah, this condo building, I guess, is notorious for having a ton of Airbnb rentals in there, and it's, it's like an adult dormitory, so people hate living there that actually live there and don't rent their rooms out. So this is kind of a common occurrence of partiers going too hard. She's an Instagram influencer. That's oh what they're calling. Which just means I show my boobs off on Instagram and I have some creepy guys following me. She has 4,000 followers and they're kind of pumping her tires saying she's an influencer. She's not quite there, but this is only going to help her get more followers. Well, she'll right? be more not- she's notorious now. She's the idiot who for clicks it sounds like through a chair off of a building and endangered everybody's lives. Yeah, so I found it interesting because she went to court early yesterday morning and the first video I saw of her when the news was trying to follow her around, her hood was completely up. You know, when somebody doesn't want to see on camera, they try to hide yeah. their face. She's like running Hiding away her from face, the paparazzi. The lawyers shielding her from the cameras. Exactly. By the end of the day, the hood's down, big old smile on her face. She's having a rapport with the reporters, absolutely feeling no guilt at all. Loving the attention, yeah. it looks like. Here I have, I, there was one... I I don't think I have the video where she comes out, but she's like, I have a fat frappuccino at one point, And I just shook my head. But this is another one later in the day. They're sticking the camera in her face. Look at she's smiling. She's got her makeup done. She's doing that thing where she's like trying to not smile. Okay. I'm famous now. Hey, everybody. Look at me. I'm famous. It really does look like she's enjoying the attention. She is. She is. She said on $2,000 bail. She lives with her mom. Um, she can't have contacts with the four individuals that were partying with her that night, and she can no longer visit that condo. That's her punishment so far. What? That's it? Yeah, she's... Uh, I don't know exactly what the charges are. I think endangering life or something like that, but... They should take her phone away. I think that would be the greatest punishment for a person like this. Hmm. Ban her for life from Instagram. Mm -hmm. She's obviously too stupid to be able to handle the responsibility if she's going to throw a chair off a balcony. Yeah, it's just so stupid. And her lawyer is saying it's not her fault. It's because of peer pressure. And that is a direct quote. Peer pressure, Taz. Yeah. So the official charges are she's facing three charges, including mischief, endangering life, mischief, damage, property under 5000 and common nuisance, to put it mildly. 
bring her up a, a condo building to the top floor of a condo in Toronto and force her to throw her cell phone off of it. <laughs> Get re- but over an empty parking lot, of course. Right, yeah, make yeah. sure everybody's safe down below. This is, she, she looks like she's having fun with this, yeah. which is absolutely disgusting. You want to see uh, the video, you want to know more about the, this woman, you can... Uh, actually, you know what? Let's not share. Don't share it. I know. I know. We're talking about it, but it, it was the biggest story of the week. But let's. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't share. Let's her, not share, share it because she's enjoying the attention too much. Mm-hmm. Let's just forget about her completely. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or fm96.com.